All of us know how important it is to put good things in our bodies to help us stay strong. That desire was the inspiration for a line of wellness teas from Bigelow called Bigelow Benefits. Bigelow Benefits teas fuel your body with good-for-you ingredients like lemon and echinacea to help you stay well, rose and mint to relieve stress, and for a good night's sleep, chamomile and lavender. Bigelow Benefits, redefining wellness every day. Available at your local grocer on Amazon or at BigelowTea.com. Bigelow Tea. Grab a mug and tea proudly. Hi, I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of NaturallySavvy.com and co-host of our Naturally Savvy podcast. And I am Lisa Davis, MPH health educator, co-host of Naturally Savvy and author of the book, Cleaning and Dirty Sex Memoir Cookbook Healthy Lifestyle Guide. At Naturally Savvy, we are here to help you make healthier lifestyle choices. So we are so honored that you are tuning in to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. And we are here to engage you, have fun and help you live your healthiest lifestyle. Now, on to the show. Naturally Savvy Podcast is sponsored by Morphus for Menopause. I am so thrilled today to have the wonderful Oksana Lovich on the program. Oksana is an experienced certified life coach, hypnotherapist, energy healer, and Reiki practitioner. Her interest in self-development arose at an early age due to tragic events that were life-changing for her. Her experiences gave rise to a burning desire to find the inner peace which was missing in her life. So glad to have you on. I'm so thrilled to be on your show and thank you so much for inviting me. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. You know, I was reading that you lost your parents early, and I'm so sorry. Yes, honestly, I have to say the truth. Uh, At first, it was a very tragic event. But later, I realized that it was the biggest blessing at the end of the day. Of course, it will be better not to have such an event. But at the same time, it made me a lot stronger more powerful, gave me great skills to be an amazing uh, transformational coach, uh, taught me empathy. Also, I think it strengthened my intuition because I honestly believe that you may lose somebody's physical form, but you can never separate from someone in a spiritual form. And I honestly feel like uh, when my parents passed away, I'm much more connected with them on an energetic level. And I always feel guided. Like some people say, wow, you have so many miracles in your life. And I feel like uh, my parents like are guiding me. Like I feel it. I feel their support and their uh, guidance. Now I'm uh, writing a book. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. It's like my child. It's really like my child. And I'm developing a course like uh, uh, on seven areas, how to transform seven areas of your life. Oh, wow. Because I believe that we are like a musical instrument. And one, when one or two strings of that instrument is out of tune, you know, the whole instrument doesn't sound harmoniously. The same is with our life. That's why so many people, they would achieve prosperity, but they would feel empty. Or some people would attract relationship, but they would not have uh, abundance to travel, to explore the world and spend time with each other. And some people just find it, like, for example, they choose a very difficult path to success. Because when our seven areas are imbalanced, it just, um, we are going to our 
destination in the forest, cutting trees. And when all the areas are balanced, we're just uh, driving on Ferrari, you know. Oh, I love that. What are the seven areas? So the first area is all our physical, it's, it's a physical world, is, is our health, uh, it's our material possessions and everything that we own. And it's also our connection to the earth, uh, how grounded we are. Because, you know, we live in a world right now where we have so many different technologies so that people start kind of being disconnected from the earth. And that's the reason why um, there are so many illnesses and disease and fatigue, because the earth is the greatest healer. And actually health and wealth, they're very much connected. And that's why they go together, because truly without health, you will not be wealthy. And uh, your health is your, the the most vital energy is your life force. Without that energy, you will simply not have motivation and concentration to accomplish your wildest dreams. So I would always, especially I say this to younger people who kind of uh, dismiss this area of health, I would say think about this area earlier because health is your wealth. And the second area is the area of your sexuality Uh, and creativity and bliss. This is a very essential area because the area of sexuality is the area of creation. A lot of people tend to dismiss this area or feel shameful about this because they think sex is a taboo subject. However, I believe that during a sexual process, you can create a child, which is the most innocent thing on earth. So it cannot be shameful. And the same energy can be used to create new ideas. That is why in a very famous book, Think and Grow Rich, uh, they speak about, in the chapter 11, about sexual transmutation and how to use that vital energy to become successful. And it's, it's a very long subject, but I would start with accepting yourself and realizing that there is nothing wrong with sexuality and there is nothing learned uh, about studying about it. It's nothing wrong about exploring it. And it's um, the manifestation does happen when we shift from simple physicality into a spiritual aspect, aspect of sexuality. So it's a, it's a deeper connection. According to Tantra, it's believed that you can actually achieve the connection with the divine through this, through this area. That's why this whole subject is very, very popular at this moment especially. And the third area is the area of your willpower, your confidence, your leadership skills. And what I mean is, A lot of people believe that they have a weak willpower. And the reason why they believe so, because they do not realize that willpower is not a force, it's power. And sometimes a lot of individuals do not realize the the root cause 
of that weak power because weak willpower is simply a symptom and in most of the times it's the uh, symptom of a uh, limiting uh, subconscious belief so like for example i'll give you an example some people say wow i am overweight and i just have no willpower i cannot say no to food most of the times when we gain weight we gain weight because we do not love ourselves because when we love ourselves fully and unconditionally we would not allow that gain uh, to gain that weight because we we connect with our bodies we realize that this is a sacred temple we value how we look we love ourselves in the mirror we encourage ourselves we just it, it, it's impossible for us to overeat to not exercise when we love ourselves and when we do love ourselves we will not need to force ourselves to say no to for example eating unhealthy or over drinking or taking drugs or anything so the best way to develop a strong willpower is concentrating on the power and to awaken that power we just need to go within and shift the limitations the limiting beliefs which most often may be a little far away from what you sometimes think your problem is right and and how do we before we go on to the rest how do we shift those limiting beliefs or oh, it's a, it's a it's a very interesting subject because uh, uh, our beliefs uh, were created when we were little children right and they are subconscious so for example you can speak with a therapist for 5 years and you can create some shift but it may take much much longer working with your conscious conscious mind the best ways to work with your subconscious is when you achieve uh the different state of consciousness for example alpha state of consciousness and uh you can do that with a professional hypnotherapist I am a professional hypnotherapist, RTT specialist. I worked with Marisa Peer. She's a world-known hypnotherapist. But you can also achieve it by yourself. For example, every time you go to sleep and you're feeling very tired and you're feeling feeling so relaxed like you feel like you're drifting away but you're still awake. that's the best time for example if you have a limiting belief about self worth so i would say um you should create a vision book a uh, book not like um um vision board but the book and put the photos of you of the most confident the most successful the most lovable you and literally before going to sleep just take it in not with your mind but with your heart take it in with yourself like allow to become this person because then you're shifting your like little you're not only shifting your beliefs you're also shifting your energy you're shifting your frequencies and of course if you were negative and if you had a belief for like 30 years 
it may take some time to shift that new belief, but I believe you will see, you will start noticing um, changes and it will motivate you to move forward. What is it about hypnotherapy and being in that state that helps you? Honestly, hypnotherapy changed my life, you know? I, I will tell you, uh, when I was uh, a teenager, I was so depressed. Like, my life was my life was a roller coaster. I had some happy moments, but, like, I had very dark moments. And I would go to uh, a therapist once, and she told me I had a bipolar disorder. Just imagine... They prescribed me all kinds of pills and everything. I went home and I said no. Like, I felt in me that that was not my issue. And I found myself a hypnotherapist. And I healed every symptom of that disorder. Uh, my roller coaster, my ups and downs just didn't happen anymore. I still sometimes experience pain, but I didn't experience that strong of a pain. Why? Because what happens is we hold inside of us a lot of pain and trauma from a childhood. And some people have it to a slight degree, so it may not be bothering you as much. And some people have it to a very strong degree, like my pain was so intense. Every time I would feel any rejection, I would feel completely down. And that was happening because my father passed away. And when I did hypnotherapy, I healed that pain with my father. So that issue of abandonment went away. And at the same time, the symptom of bipolar, as they say, went away. Because I no longer experienced that strong down emotion. And during hypnotherapy, you just reach your subconscious mind directly. And why I love hypnotherapy so much, because while working with a professional hypnotherapist, uh, I am or a professional hypnotherapist is guiding you into that particular event and helping you to get closure. Like, for example, to release it, to uh, forgive yourself, to forgive this particular person, to understand it in a different way. Because as children, we take everything literally. Uh, we don't, like, for example, if our mother say, don't do this, you're a really bad boy. A child may say, oh, I'm a bad boy. Okay, the subconscious mind is open, right? That's what you are. Like, you are living in your subconscious mind. So you're accepting it in. And if your mother repeats this statement multiple times, a child may believe that he is or she is bad. And then this child may get into prison, create horrible behavior in school, anything else to prove the belief. And that's why it's essential to go into the subconscious and to show you as an adult that the belief you've created may not necessarily be who you are. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, I think that's so important. There's so many people who have a lot of trauma from their childhood and to be able to get to it in a different way through hypnotherapy makes so much sense. What is the fifth thing? 
Okay, so uh, the area of your heart, uh, it's actually, I think, a fourth uh, area. So the area of your heart is the area of divine love, relationships, self-love. Every relationship is a reflection of a relationship with yourself. When I didn't love myself, I've had the worst relationships in my life. When I love myself, you create the life of bliss. You also start loving life. You know, when you do not love life, you're just simply not experiencing it to the fullest. And loving life and loving yourself is the best anti-aging secret. It's also the best uh, remedy from all illnesses and disease. That's why my teacher, Louise Hay, she had a terminal cancer and she healed herself with the power of self-love and only the conflicts in relationship the conflicts at workplace uh any conflicts only arise because we are not loving ourselves for example let's say i love myself i believe in my magnificence i believe that i am absolutely wonderful and intelligent and somebody at workplace tells me Dear, I think you did this wrong. Or maybe this person has um, a bad day today and I may receive some negative remark. I love myself so much. I would say, I would look at this person with an open heart. I would understand that the person may have, may, may have had a bad day, right? I will not take it personally because I know who I am. When you know who you are, Nothing can disturb your peace. Nothing can change uh, your opinion uh, about you because you know who you are. You love yourself without makeup and with makeup when you make, make a mistake, when you are perfect. Because it's not only about loving yourself when you're fully perfect. It's about exactly learning to love yourself when you make the worst mistakes. And how do you learn to love yourself? Uh, the best way is also to do it through hypnotherapy and through the subconscious mind and through mirror work. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the eyes and say to yourself how much you love yourself. Uh, notice how you speak with, uh, with others about you. When somebody tells you, oh my goodness, you look so beautiful. What do you say? Yes, I look so beautiful. Thank you so much accept compliments start giving yourself love in actions what do you do for yourself when was the last time you took a break when was the last time you took yourself for a dinner in your favorite restaurant when was the last time you purchased yourself the most amazing present and also uh, loving yourself means uh, releasing and removing those individuals who do not treat you in a loving and deserving way. And you absolutely have that courage and you absolutely have this power. You can do it. When people tell me, oh, I can't, I can't, it's so difficult. I say, absolutely, you can. You don't have to necessarily to remove people from your life. You just have to start loving yourself and you should learn how to protect yourself. Why would you ever say something like this about me? Sometimes it's essential if a person has a pattern, a repetitive pattern to 
criticize you and humiliate you. Loving yourself means setting like boundaries, you know, and knowing that you are a queen and you should treat me accordingly, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. What is the sixth thing? Okay, so it's the area of your communication and uh, it's finding your voice. It's, it's learning to speak your truth with the most integrity and dignity because I believe uh, we are humans and we were born with the power of the voice not just to speak gossip or spread negativity or make somebody's day worse. Find the power of your voice. Learn communication skills. With your words, you can destroy somebody or you can uplift somebody. Anytime you uplift somebody, you raise your own vibrations. You yourself start feeling better. You prolong your life. You improve your health. Communication skills is the key. Are you really speaking with somebody and listening or you're just trying to get your own message and dismissing the other person. Be sincerely interested in others. Because when we learn to be authentic, when we learn to be empathetic, it will be just so much easier for us to create beautiful relationships at work and at home. Because oftentimes we assume that this is what the other person means. We assume that this person uh, means something angry towards us. But oftentimes, we are taking some information with our point of view because we have the specific beliefs, we have our own mental filters. Don't be afraid to ask in a nice way. For example, you have an intimate relationship with your boyfriend, right? And it felt like he was late and he didn't call you. And instead of creating a conflict, start the conversation, darling, I, I care for you so much. You know, I understand you're very busy at work. Can you just explain me why are you being late? Do you understand that it hurts me? You know what I mean? Like this level of communication skills will just eliminate so many conflicts. And this level of communication does starts with loving yourself. Because when you love yourself, uh, the behavior of others doesn't really affect how you feel. And then it's so much easier for you to express how you feel so that the person can change. Yeah, I think that's huge. You know, one of the things that I was raised with uh, was the importance of using I messages. Like, I feel hurt, you know, rather than you're a jerk. And that sounds kind of like what you're talking about in terms of communicating how you feel about them being late without like attacking or putting them on a defensive so they can really hear you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the next area is the area of intuition. Honestly, this is my favorite area because uh, I believe that without intuition, that's when we take the longest path in the forest, cutting trees. Einstein, he would spend seven hours in the bath connecting with his intuition. He would get into, and, and connecting with your intuition, it doesn't mean you should be forcing it. 
the reason why Einstein was spending time in the bath is because he was relaxing. In the bath, you're more relaxed, you're more peaceful, you forget things, and that's exactly when it comes in. So the key to intuition is actually taming the mind because we have so many different thoughts and people who constantly live in the mind, they have the hardest time to connect with their intuition. Every single person receives intuitive messages differently. I would say observe yourself, observe how you receive intuitive messages. For example, I'm sure you've had this in the past when you had like some kind of message to like to get an umbrella when it was raining outside and you didn't. But you remember how you received that message? You start noticing how you received that message and start strengthening that connection by start living in your heart. Breathe from your heart as often as possible and realize that you are not your thoughts. Not always. A mind is a powerful tool, but it's not the master. Yeah, that's true. You know, I recently started meditating, which is huge for me because I have tried it off and on through the years. Now, I'm only doing about five minutes a day. But even that, just, again, being aware of your thoughts. Okay, I'm aware and I'm get back to your breathing. Or, you're, you know, if you're doing Zen breathing where you count, we breathe in one and then breathe out two. I mean, one and then two. That, I do that because otherwise my mind just goes everywhere. Where, do you, where are you with meditation? Is that something you recommend to people as well? Yes, meditation is honestly a state of uh, being because uh, there are two different types of meditation. Uh, there is an active meditation and there is a passive meditation. For example, when you're passionately working on something, and you are so involved in that activity, you are actually actively meditating. So uh, I am passionately loving my work. So I believe that I am in a state of meditation. And there is also a guided meditation. And a passive meditation, it's when you just take breaths and you take those moments to be completely still. And that's okay to have some thoughts. Even if you can have some state when you feel completely present and you still think and then you still feel a present state and you still think it's still fine. You don't have to be completely perfect because the thoughts will still come. It's impossible to stop your thoughts unless you're completely dead. What I will also recommend is uh, uh, listening to the sounds of nature. So when I was in Peru, I just came back from Peru, I would just lay in a um, jungle and I would listen to the sounds of nature. And I, I, I was listening very intensively. The more intensively you listen to sound, to a sound, the more you shift your awareness into that sound. And it's so much easier to forget about your thoughts. And it's so much easier to be lost in that present moment. And this is a very, very, uh, it's, it's a very amazing exercise for your mind. Because the reason why we have fatigue and a low concentration is because we are not resting our mind enough. 
you know uh, thinking constantly is like running a marathon without taking a break Oh, that's such a good analogy. So you talked to us about a few of these, about how to to make improvements in these areas. Were there any others that you wanted to focus on a little bit and give us some Yes, it is the last area. It's exactly, it's it's this awareness. It's finding your true life's purpose. It's It's spirituality, the area of your spirituality, your connection to divine. Uh, What I believe in, what I believe is... um, this area is the key to finding bliss, bliss, because the reason why a lot of prosperous people do not feel happy is because they are unable to appreciate what they have created. And the reason why is because a lot of people who go after their success just using their the area of their f- physical needs like like home car clothes shelter without the realize realization of the spiritual purpose behind it mm. you do feel empty because eventually you start realizing that nothing brings you pleasure except temporarily what gives you pleasure is love when you feel love for this world, you feel pleasure, you feel inspired. And that's when you, life will always has ups and downs. Even the richest person on earth will have ups and downs. Those ups and downs no longer bother you because when you start connecting to this area, to the area of your spirituality, you start releasing all your fears you start living from a space of love Um, the world is not disturbed your world may be disturbed because you still didn't open the eyes of love because everything literally starts shifting when you connect to this knowledge when you connect to this to that deeper awareness when you start connecting with nature at that state you usually start protecting nature because a lot of people they live in the world and they're just like blind they do so much damage to the earth you know like there is right now there may be more plastic in the ocean than fish and uh when you start living in that space you become aware like when you go to a shop you would not use plastic all the time you would become more aware to reuse bags because you start becoming one with life and life becomes one with you and starts supporting you on your journey. With this seven, do you recommend people sort of work on one area at a time so they don't get overwhelmed or how do you approach this? Yes, I would start, uh, uh, first of all, <clears throat> I would uh, ask questions, right? I would ask, it's like a, it's like a little test oh, okay. describing all seven areas of your life. Uh, you yourself value that area and each individual kind of knows where they are you know in in each area of life and i would say that you should start from the first area and go to the second and the third and the fourth however let's say that your weakest area is the area of your sexuality i would say just 
Stay in this area the longest, but don't dismiss the other areas because some people would say, okay, oh my goodness, how am I going to do all of this? It's so much work. And I say, do you want to take that red Ferrari on freeway and just uh, drive to your destination rather than going on in the forest and cutting trees? It will take you longer anyway. Spend Spend some time each day developing each area. For example, there are so different tools and techniques. I use sound bath. So you can work on an energetic, energetic improvement. Because a lot of people dismiss energy completely because they don't see it, right? Right. But energy is like electricity. You don't see it, right? But it is there. Oh, yeah. And a lot of things that we are manifesting is because those energetic uh, frequencies are sharing how we feel. So that's why sometimes people say, oh, my goodness, I'm always meeting these angry people. And I say, maybe deep inside you are angry. And simply that energy is spreading this information and attracting a similar vibration. So I would say I would work on an energetic level. And for example, let's say I have uh, sound bowls, right? But if you don't have them, there are so many YouTube videos. So for example, when you listen to uh, an, uh, like a sound, sound bath, envision a beautiful red light when you're working on the area of your physicality. Close your eyes relax and envision a perfect health what is it like to be healthy vibrant what is it like to be successful what is it like to be grounded what is it like to have this beautiful connection with the earth and continue envisioning um, those beautiful messages and then ask a question, write down, like, I don't know, in your notebook or everywhere, ask your subconscious mind or your higher self or whatever else you can, you name it. What is the easiest and fastest way for me to improve in this particular area? Every person is different. So I think that the approach to each individual is also different. For example, for somebody, hypnotherapy may work, and for somebody, it may not work. There are different approaches. That's why I've studied all kinds of different techniques. That's why when I start working with my clients, uh, with, with a client, I would always ask a question, how can I approach like his or her situation in a better way so that I can assist them fa faster? Because we are all different. And you will start receiving the answers, I promise you. If you're open to it, you'll start receiving the answers. Maybe you will go to a library tomorrow and you discover a book. And that book gives you an answer. Maybe I should shift my diet into macrobiotic. Diet is also a key, you know, because when we are putting toxins in our body, we are literally becoming weaker. When we are cleansing ourselves, when we are eating really healthy, we become much healthier and much, much stronger and much more powerful. So, or maybe you are going 
to a market and tomorrow you meet this person and he said oh my goodness you know like there is a spiritual event is happening let's go and you said yes let's go like you know what start ask ask a question and you will be guided towards your healing oh that's so lovely now why do you think hypnotherapy doesn't always work for everyone because there are some people for example that they have a very they have a belief about hypnotherapy ah okay you know like for example oh 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 no 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 hypnotherapy no they are uh, those people like so some people are afraid to lose control so like they believe that when you hypnotize them you taking their power or control over them however i've had those clients and i i i simply called it a guided meditation but i i just gave this example because what i mean is sometimes uh this book may not work for you this course may not work for you this teacher may not work for you the answers are within you will be guided towards a perfect path when you start asking a question now i want to go back to the sexuality because i wrote a, a book called clean eating dirty sex it's not about dirty sex it's just a play on the words clean and dirty but it really looks at sexual health from a you know healthy living standpoint your fitness the food you're eating your communication your self care and you know some people think it's great some people are like oh that book's about sex and there's still such a stigma so how do we get in touch more with the the second thing which was around your sexuality and feeling more comfortable and that it's totally a natural thing shifting the perception okay so some people tell me uh, even some people you know like uh, some religious people right uh tell me oh no let's not talk about sex shh, shh. it's dirty it's shameful and i say listen you go to church right like where do you, how do you think uh, uh jesus christ was born seriously we were born through sexuality this is a process of creation your favorite pope in the church was born through sexuality so what is it shameful about that then i would say for a woman i would highly recommend to not be afraid to be completely naked there is something wrong like with women like you know like they start hiding their breasts they start hiding themselves have you seen goddesses in the past very curvy goddesses Beautiful. in the past were always naked because they embraced who they were there was nothing wrong with their bodies what happens is um appearance i would say kind of damage us but please don't hold it against them because they're also victims of victims right the parents feel ashamed to discuss with a child this subject and uh unfortunately children learn about the subject from school or from some negative movies or from some negative influence and that's why a lot of people take sexuality simply as a physical need uh they don't take it as a something sacred even though a sacral chakra is even called sacral 
it's it comes from the word sacred because it is very sacred process you know when two lovers are together looking into each other's eyes connecting with their energy connecting their hearts it's the most beautiful and the most romantic and sacred process that can occur on earth and i think that we should shift our perception on how we see that sexual our sexuality and i would also spend more time we are always rushing it feels like we are not seeing the other person sometimes we just we are in our mind are uh, we always few steps ahead notice your partner notice how beautiful they are feel them connect with them first uh practice sensuality slow touches so you start feeling the energy you start experiencing it a lot deeper when i started practicing tantra i myself was a little lost in the subject when i started practicing tantra oh my goodness i was just for the first time in my life feeling my body and feeling all the sensations and i honestly started loving uh sexuality so much oh that is so nice Uh, raising your vibrations, it means that you are allowing yourself to become to become a magnet for miracles. Okay, so um, I believe that there is nothing wrong with the world uh, because a lot of people would say to me, "Oh my goodness, you know, I'm just seeing those horrible news. I'm going to uh, the city and I'm getting robbed." There is so much more crime in the world. Oh my goodness, people are killing each other. Okay, I say, wow, I haven't, I, I haven't seen that that world. We create our own world according to our vibration, vibrations. If our vibrations are very high, we can be in the same airport where there is uh, like a lot of chaos. But we will meet people who will carry a luggage. We will meet people who will tell us, "Oh my goodness, please don't stay in line. Please, you can you, you can you can go just first, you know, because the doors start opening for you. The world becomes a fairy tale when you are on a very high frequencies, because it's not the world itself." That's why uh, Greg Braden and a lot of different powerful teachers they talk about how the reality is truly a holographic illusion, uh, and a lot of scientific um, um, experiments also proved it because they notice that it's not what you look at; it's what you decide to see. Because each experiment is affected by the observer, and that's why I say that the more you shift your vibrations, the more you shift your frequencies, 
the more you start experiencing the world of miracles. And you do it with constant and consistent working on yourself, on your energy, because a lot of people would take showers, they would clean their teeth. But when was the last time you cleanse your energy? Yeah, with a meditation, with guided meditation, with a salt bath, with reading something positive in the morning, with writing something positive in the morning, with spending some time in solitude and meditation and gratitude. All of these things, you know, it's so easy to incorporate in your life and little by little they will shift your frequencies. I would uh, work on hypnotherapy uh, uh, for a few years, for a few years with different teachers. And then I also, in, in a few years, I realized, oh my goodness, I realized that it was not only about the mind. I realized it's also about uh, learning to be mindless. So I started learning to meditate. I started learning that it's about balance because the first few years I was just um, strengthening my beliefs. So I was working directly with the mind. And then what a revelation. I read a book, Edgar Tolle, about power of now. And I was like, wow, I started questioning everything. I, I did start questioning everything. I was like, oh my goodness, I was just working on these beliefs. And then Tolle said that mind is nothing. And then I've learned that I agree with him, but I believe it's about balance. It's about balance. Uh, mind is a powerful, powerful, powerful tool. So I would use it all the time I needed. And uh, then when I actually read him again, I realized he also believes in balance. But at first, when I read his first book, I was like, wow, the mind is not who you are. And I always thought it was who I was. So I was continuing working on my beliefs because it's kind of a part of you, right? I thought beliefs are mind. And he told me that he told in his book that the mind is not who you are it was really it took me to the next level you know then i started studying a different modality and at the same time i was studying energy i would always go to mount shasta i would study holistic healing i would study nutrition because it's my 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 passion i would study the area of sexuality i would study the area of uh, confidence i would study uh, my divine connection through different practices, like in Mount Shasta, for example, they do Tai Chi and yoga and a static dance. I would simply go everywhere. It's so lovely speaking with you. Oksana, was there anything else that you wanted to add today? Absolutely not. I, of course, I can add a lot of things, but I think like today I've shared uh, um, a good amount of information. Yeah, you absolutely have. How do we find you on social media? Oh, uh, okay. On social media, and I have my website. It's Apex Life Mastery, and uh, um, my website is Apex Life Mastery, and my Instagram is Apex Life Mastery. It's the same. This has been such an enjoyable conversation. Thank you so much, dear. It was such a pleasure. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH.
Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.